0: I got caught up in Garoppolo mania. Now back to Steiny and Guru
1: on ninety-five-seven. The game.
2: All right. This segment sponsored by Bed Bath and Beyond. And let's go to Lonia one of the best fullbacks in the history of football. He was the Kyle Juszczyk on many teams throughout his pro career. And I guess I'll start here, Lorenzo. What goes through your mind when you see your quarterback? Get injured and then you find out he's going to miss the rest of the season.
1: It's 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 horrible. I think when you look at Jimmy G, first of all, I think you guys understand what this young man has been through. I mean, he's up, he's down, he's in, he's out. So what he's have to go through as a player, just you, your heart just goes out for a guy. Yes, he's getting paid millions of dollars. I get it, but man. Jimmy just has a horrible hand that he's been dealt. Uh, the injuries from the Niners wanting to get rid of him. All of a sudden, he's having this playing pretty good, playing probably better than his, uh, you know, than expected. Leading the team, you know, and and look how good he was performing, and all of a sudden this injury. But the Niners have been just snake bitten at the quarterback position. Two starting quarterbacks out for the year.
3: Yeah, lo, I concur with it, with everything you said. I said thoughts and prayers to Garoppolo. This I told Stine and the listeners. It's incredible how you know they, they they put him out to pasture. He comes back, he's balling. Now yeah. he's hurt again. <laughs> yeah. Let Let me ask you this. I don't know what's going on or what you think of Baker Mayfield. I got him wrong because I thought he had talent. What did you make of Brock Purdy? Because they threw the kitchen sink at him. To me, they were coming after him. Moving forward, do you do you think he can handle it? And if Baker's available, if you're the Niners, do you do you try to you know see what's going on there? Well, I think you got
1: to do. I didn't. Aren't they looking at the kid out of Denver? The guy that's on the practice squad, they've been bringing him over. I think from Denver.
3: Yeah, they signed him, Josh Johnson, Oakland's own.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, so the, you know they're, they're just trying to see what they have at the quarterback position. Yeah, I think that you kick the tires on a Baker and look and see. If, but I wouldn't be all in because I'm telling you right now to me, watching the young kid say, you know, play like you just alluded to, he looked good. We ate through interception, but that was just as good as an incomplete pass. I mean, incomplete pass, they would have had better field position. It was, it was fourth down. So you threw it, it was like a punt. A punt probably would have you know maybe even rolled in the end zone. So I look at that play like, okay, I can live with that. But then you just start looking at the game itself. Jimmy, losing Jimmy, you lost that leadership. Mm. But I'm telling you, with this young kid, it's going to be interesting, Guru, to see how he plays and see if he can stay consistent because I'm telling you right now, he shocked me yesterday. I know Greg, listen to Greg Papa and, you know, is his co-host that does the game on, on on Sunday. He's been high on him even in preseason. They, I think they had to tell him. Who was that? Uh, who, uh, who am I talking about? I forget his name. He plays. Sudfeld. What's that? Sudfield? Uh, the, yeah, the one works with Papa and on on Sundays with on TV. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, 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 yeah. So he, he was... Tim Ryan high on this kid during the preseason. And I was like, what is he seeing? And then watching him play guru and watching this young yeah. man go through his progression. Here's the thing. He missed some passes. We get that. But what he was doing, where he was going with the ball, his execution of his being able to read the field and taking what the defense um, dictating by coverages and knowing where to go with the ball. Guys, I thought it was very, very solid. And I'm going to tell you guys something right now. He gets... He's, he has he's not stronger than Jimmy G by no stretch of the but for his athletic ability and and speed and getting out of getting out of harm's way guys he showed you that yesterday didn't he show you that he can make people miss he showed that he can get outside the pocket i think the san francisco 49ers you see him more bootlegs you want to see the 49ers get this young man outside the pocket cuz he can run he can throw on the move i like what they have in this young Purdy.
2: Lorenzo Neal joining us on ninety five seven. The game, uh, low. If you had the 49ers winning the Super Bowl uh, or getting there with Garoppolo, do you still give him the same chance with with Purdy?
1: I'm telling you guys, I, I think at times there's going to be you're going you're gonna to watch some of the groom You go, ah, why do that? But the difference is, he's going to help the offensive line more than Jimmy can, mm. and I mean that, guys, because he can get out of harm's way. I mean that, guys, because he can extend plays with his legs. I mean that because now you can boot and do more counter boots, and now his, the backside becomes the front side, and now he can keep the ball, and you'll see him run with the ball. I, I mean that because you're going to see now this young man. I guarantee he's going to have some design. Not, I mean, design runs where he's faking the run and then booting out. He's going to take off and run and pick up that first down. He has that, and so I'm not sitting here saying I got him in the Super Bowl by no stretch of imagination, signing. But I'm saying this. If this young man plays like he played yesterday and make the reads that he made yesterday, I give them just the same amount of chances I gave him with Jimmy. Hmm.
3: Now, low coming into this game, the Niners defense—you know—everybody was singing their praises and rightfully so. I'm just the guy on the couch, and somehow I just expect perfection, you know. And it's not like sure. that, but I just saw Tua. He—he he was off from the start after the the home run he hit early, and you know what? I never once thought the Niners would Armstead back and Bosa probably DP, defensive player of the year this year. Maybe they made him uncomfortable, but you know. Tua missed a lot of open passes. How would you dissect what you saw from the Niners' D as a whole yesterday?
1: Yeah, I thought they'd been they didn't break. it yesterday, you're absolutely right. I think Tua missed a lot of plays. And I and I I, I went on record. and I'll say this: if they had two starting tackles, you played with two backup tackles, and if they had good tackles, I think that yeah, you wouldn't had him uncomfortable as much as he was. Mm. And I think you maybe have a different ball game. But yeah, but with that being said, the offense, the defensive front. They absolutely ran through the um, the line. They just Miami could have had no answer. But Tua he missed some layups. Tua missed some wide open throws. You're absolutely right. And maybe the stage was too big for him. And that's what we hope don't happen to Purdy when he goes on the road. He was playing at home. How is he going to be able to translate that to play on the road? So it's going to be interesting just to see. But yeah, I thought the defense played okay. I think yesterday you played against a, a, one of the better offenses, though, Guru. You got to look at that. But you didn't have... It wasn't a full-strength Miami team. And no team is going to be full-strength because of all the injuries. But, yes, the defense played well. They didn't give up a lot of points. They know they gave up that big home run play. But, yes, Poor missed a lot of plays. He left a lot of yards out on the field. But you got to give the Niners credit. They were able to frustrate him. They hit hitting. They sacked him. They were pretty impressive.
2: Lorenzo Neal joining us on ninety five seven. The Game. I'm going to go out on the limb here, uh, Lorenzo. And I'm going to say... That you like what you've seen in uh, Jordan Mason? I did. I, I, I think you. I don't think it's going out on a limb.
1: I think when you look at Jordan Mason, what he was able to do, get things done. I, 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 I don't think that you did. You can't say you disliked what he did.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying he runs. He, he seems to run pretty hard. And no, he. Gets, I'm sure you like him, is what I'm thinking. Oh Yeah, no. I, I, I said I did.
1: I like what he did. I like when you watch. When you seen. When you watch. The, you know when you see when you see Shanahan employ running backs, you think, okay, is he going to go with these rookies? Who's going to step up and be? You know, Debo had the quarters. Watching Mason, big, he's physical. He gets downhill. I like how he ran. I like what he he did running in between tackles. He was physical and he hit it with some bursts. So yeah, you cannot like what the kid did. I thought the kid played well. The stage didn't get too big for him. He didn't fumble the ball. He was very very productive. So, yeah, I like what the young man brought to the table yesterday.
3: Lo, before you get out of here, the streets talk, and the Xfinity mobile text line asked what happened to your Lamar Tigers on Friday? But before you answer that, I know for a fact you played against arguably the best defense ever, the 2000 Ravens. Do you see any similarities with this Niner defense in that unit? Well, I think the biggest thing was that that, that unit in Baltimore, you got to realize you had,
1: Hall of Famers. Now, I'm not saying you don't have Nicky Bosa won't be, and Fred Warner maybe, but when you think about T-Sizzle, Terrells, when you look at Suggs, and I know Greenlaw, you watch the way that they play, they are flying around. It's a good defense, but if you look at the Samari Rose, there's not a corner on that team can touch Samari, okay? Samari was a bad man. And then you think about Ed Reed. I know the young safety's playing well, but come on. You know what Ed Reed brought to the table. And he could punt return. He could kick off return. It wasn't nothing that Ed Reed couldn't do. So if you think about, you know, B- B- Bart Scott that they had and all the guys that was on that team, uh, I-, I think this Niners defense is unbelievable, guys. But no, it- it's not the Baltimore Ravens defense.
2: Lorenzo Neal joining us on 95 7 the game. Uh low, the, the Niners are eight and four. You you used in the first answer to me the key word, and that's consistency. And yes, if, if if uh Purdy can play like he did yesterday, 49ers are probably gonna be all right. But assuming he's like a lot of young quarterbacks and is inconsistent, what do you think the last five games of the regular season look like if he does struggle a little bit? Well, here's the thing, guys.
1: Tom Brady is, is still, to me, one of the elite quarterbacks. If Tom Brady doesn't have an offensive line, you get to see Tom the Magnificent, what's going on. You you say, what's going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's not Tom Brady. You look at he's getting hit. His offensive line is a sieve. They can't stay healthy. And it's absolutely, you're watching Tom Brady take a beating. And as great as he is, and as quick as he gets the ball out of his hand, you guys know that he's still if you if he's on other teams with the offensive line this you you, you're picking every day so what i mean by that so i look at tampa bay and i say the niners beat tampa bay tampa bay does not scare me tampa bay is not a a team that you look at you can score a lot of points when they can't run the ball their defense plays well so you look at that game you say okay you should win i think it's a game that you kind of think that hey what's going to happen maybe seattle i look at seattle's going to be tough but if you look at their schedule and, and look at the rest of this, this, the schedule, it doesn't... It, I think that even with the quarterback playing, and if he's as good as I believe that he could be, I'm not... not. I just don't want... I, want to, I don't want to get over my skis, what I'm saying, guys, because he showed me yesterday, it, it was pretty amazing to see a guy go in there, not get happy feet, and he was under duress at times, and he still was able to throw the ball away, go, go, you know, make some things happen with his legs, so... I think the Niners I I don't see them losing another two games. I think two games would be the match.
3: Let me ask you about the element of surprise, because you talk about Purdy low. You looked at the box score twenty-five to thirty-seven, two tugs, one pick for two hundred and ten yards. You know, Miami didn't have any tape or film. They didn't even know they were gonna take on Brock Purdy. Tampa Bay's their next opponent. They got four quarters of football. How big of a difference is that for Brock Purdy and Kyle? You know, next week knowing, okay, you guys know who's going to be under center for us. Yeah, and
1: I think that and if this game was in Tampa Bay, Guru, I'd say it'd, be, it'd make a huge difference. It's great that it's in it's in San Francisco and at Levi's. And you guys just, Guru, you start this thing off talking about how good is this defense. You talk about is this as good as the Ravens' defense. So when you look at the Niners, what does Purdy have to do? He has to not turn over the ball. Last I checked, they have some pretty good receivers. They have some pretty good backs and their defense has been playing pretty, pretty uh, Their defense plays solid, lights out. But when you look at it like that, what is Purdy going to have to do, in you guys' opinion, to have to go win games? Does he need to score 30? I don't think so. So if he doesn't turn over the ball and make a lot of mistakes, I think, and he plays within himself, guys, I think the team is fine. I don't think this is going to be a huge setback because of the fact what he can't do with maybe you know Jimmy's IQ football IQ he can do that outside of the pocket with his legs because now if you roll out now you got Debo dragging across you saw that play where he rolled out Debo dragging across, he throws it, hits him coming across. Now if you move the pocket because of his speed and his ability to run on the move, I think you're going to see a a Kittle get involved even more because now you can have those things to make the tight end come over. And because he's blocking down, dragging across, you can move the pocket, change the launch angle. So I don't think that you're asking this guy to go over and take over games. I think you're asking him to play within himself, and if he does that, I just think they're going to
2: be okay. Mm. All right, Lorenzo. Uh, listeners can hear you on Thursday this week with Sean Salisbury on the football hour, 6 o'clock on Thursday, buddy. Great hearing from you. Talk to you soon, man. Hey, no worries, guys. And, yes, my more Tigers lost to a team, and <sighs> one, but it's okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Were
3: well, okay. you there,
0: Lowe? People want to know. Oh, you know what? I did not make okay. it. Okay. I did not make All it. All right. We know you're busy. Guys, cheers.
2: All right, man. That's uh, Lorenzo Neal.